Okay, welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Tuesday, April 12th. We are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski, joined by my other host, Truman Karczewski. How's it going, guys? And we are welcomed in studio today by special guest, Johnny Glad. Glad to be here. <laughs> so we got a... He's a, he's a Pittsburgh fan, so we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. But we're going to start off with some football talk. Uh, one of the biggest stories of the NFL was Des Bryant. Like we said on Thursday, he was meeting with the Cowboys on Friday. At that meeting, they decided to let Des go, you know, cut him off, clean, clean cut, and now he's looking for a possible destination. Uh, so we wanted to give you some of our destinations that we think Des Bryant will go. Um, I think there's a there's a few places. Obviously, teams are going to be interested because of the background he's had. He's been a very prominent receiver in the league before. Um, he had a little bit of a setback last year, but you know that's that can be expected. He's coming. He's mid career, so there's still if he gets in a good system with a good quarterback, he can still um get some flashes of that old Des that we all kind of saw as a very dangerous receiver. Um, some possible destinations. Um, I think Houston's one. Um, Houston's they you know they got DeAndre Hopkins who's one of the best receivers in the league one of my favorite receivers in the league you know they got that franchise quarterback people believe to be in place into Sean Watson um, if Des Bryant went there and became their second option the second receiver um, that would be big you know they also have Will Fuller um, you know the speed on the outside and obviously DeAndre Hopkins so a lot of that pressure would be taken off of Des in Houston. And then you go to Baltimore. Um, they're desperate for receiver help. They got Michael Crabtree in the offseason. Um, he could go there, provide another option for Joe Flacco. And then, you know, the rumors of Green Bay, um, which he said, you know, he didn't want to. I don't really want his uh, punk ass in our locker room. Um, then you got San Francisco, um, which would be another one. Um, provided another weapon for Jimmy G. Um, but I think, um, I think uh, he could go to Houston. Yeah, Houston is interesting because he did follow... DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, Jadavion Clowney on Instagram the other day. Uh, Deshaun uh, Hopkins posted a picture on Instagram trying to lure him there. And I think Houston, if he can't go to an NFC East team, Houston's probably the best option if he really wants to get at the Cowboys. They play the Cowboys this year, and I know... You know, Dez really wants to, you know, get back at Jerry Jones. If you were to go to an NFC East team, I think the Eagles are obviously out because they have so many weapons there, um, and a lot of mo- they've they they spent a lot of money. Um, and then you look at the Giants. It, Giants won't happen. They got a lot of weapons there too. If he's gonna go to an NFC East team, I think it would have to be the Redskins, who need a receiver, um, and they need a re- uh, some more weapons for uh, Alex Smith. But uh, that I think that would be the only option for him to stay in the NFC East. So moving on, another story. I know Johnny, you're a big guy, big James Harrison guy. He retired after 15 seasons. Uh, I want to say it's pretty certain he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You can't can question that. Uh, what's some of your favorite James Harrison memories, Johnny? I mean, I think the obvious ones in the Super Bowl when he picked off uh, Kurt Warner for that, I think, 99? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was big. I mean, that was probably by far my favorite moment with them. He's the all-time sack leader for the Steelers. I mean, it's a, I have a love-hate relationship with him. When he left New when he left for New England, I was I was mad at him, but I I think with time, kind of like you guys with Brett Favre. Yeah. With time. Yeah, never Brett Favre never left. Oh, alright. That was all a bad dream. <laughs> so, uh, like we said with Des Bryant, he he just got released on Friday. He's a big name free agent. Free agency is kind of winding down, but we wanted to give you know some of our best available free agents still left. For me. I have, you know, C.J. Anderson. He was released the other day. He's a very good running back, very underrated running back. You got Des Bryant, obviously. Jonathan Hankins was released from the Colts. He was a big-name free agent last year. Kind of had a 
a little bit of an underperforming year, but he's still solid. He gets the right system. Jeremy Macklin's probably the second best receiving option out there. Eric Reed, safety, he's probably the best defensive player, I think, out there right now. Uh, Trey Boston and Kenny Vaccaro, two good safeties, had good years last year. And then Brashad Breeland is probably the best corner available. I know we'd love to see Green Bay with bringing him in. But, yeah, those are some of the best free agents available. There's still a lot still a lot of, you know, players looking for a home. And we'll see what happens as the season, you know, starts to kick up here. Eric, you can go. Eric Reed also did visit the Steelers facilities. So that's something to look out for. Yeah, that'd be interesting to pair him with Morgan Burnett. I mean, obviously they need secondary help. Yeah, they've had a lot this year. Um, but I think uh, Eric Reed obviously is one to look at. Um, you know, I'm looking at obviously as a Packer fan, they need secondary help. There's a lot of still good secondary help out there. Um, Kenny Vaccaro is good, like we said, Eric Reed. Rashad Breland is something to watch for. He was a g- good corner with Washington last year. He was signed by, I believe, the Panthers, but I guess he has an infection in his foot. So yeah, they... so once that clears up, um, he should be back. Um, so And, you know, there's just Jonathan Hankins. He's a good player. There's some good players, some diamonds in the rough still there. Um, but, you know, it's you're, you're getting slim pickings now with free agency. So, free agency, like I said, is winding down. Next week, we do have the best day of the year, the NFL Draft. Uh, we're continuing on with our sleeper series here. We're, we're going to go two positions today so we can fit it all in before the draft. We're going to do a huge mock draft on next Thursday before the draft. Um, we wanted to give our outside linebacker sleepers right now. And for me, it's Josh Sweet from Florida State. He's 6'4", 250. He's a... He's a Late first round, early second round talent. Some scouts I heard have put him actually above Davenport and Chubb and pass rushing ability. He didn't have a lot of sacks at Florida State. He only had five last year because he, he kind of takes plays off. But he has this raw you know, pass rushing ability. I think if he goes to a team with a veteran coach or even a player, they're really going to unlock this talent that I think could be very useful in the NFL and make him a really good player. All right, I'm going to go with Lorenzo Carter. Listen to this one. 6'6", 250. 6'6". Got some size on him. I like that. He's projected to go in the second or third round. Um, he didn't have a lot of sacks last year um, with Georgia. Georgia, they won the national championship, one of the best teams in college they football. Win the national they went to the national oh. championship. Ohio State didn't go there, so that's maybe where, you're getting, maybe where you're getting wrong. Um, you know, he's like I said, he's projected to go second or third round. Get this one, John. Ran a 4'5". Four five off the edge. That's nice. Um, you know he had four and a half sacks last year, but he showed flashes of dangerous pass rush ability. Like he would just get off the edge and no one could even touch him. Um, I think if you know he develops into more focus on his pass rushing ability and becomes more consistent, maybe a little bit more stronger, um, and uses that length to his um, advantage more, I think he can be really scary. Um, I, I don't know what team would could go for him um, in the you know second or third round. Any team with uh, pass rushing uh, needs though, uh, but I, I really like Lorenzo Carter um, and I think he's going to be a very good pass rusher in the league. Sticking um, with the sleeper, we're gonna go middle linebacker. We're gonna do DBs on Thursday, and then we're gonna do a special on uh, Tuesday. We're gonna do kickers and punters. Um, so sleeper for me, middle linebacker. 
Uh, I'm Ohio State guy, Truman's Wisconsin, Johnny's Penn State. So sticking in the Big Ten, we have Josie Jewell from Iowa. He's a middle linebacker. He was the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year last year, All-American, 6'1", 235. So you say, why is this guy falling if he's the best player and the best defensive player in the Big Ten last year? That's because he had a terrible combine. He was really, really slow, not exactly the type of speed you want at that position. But, you know, when you get on that field, combine, you throw all that out. If it's a, if a guy is a really good football player, you know combine results really don't matter. And it's, he has shown over the past couple of years at Iowa that he is one of the top middle linebackers in the country. All right, listen to this one. Oren Burks, Vanderbilt. Um, they come from the SEC, tough conference, right? You know you're running against Alabama, Tennessee, all those tough players, big linemen. Um, you know, he's falling a little bit. You know, he was actually projected to be a second-round pick. Right now, he's a third-round pick um, in most people's mock drafts, seven-round mock drafts. Kid had 82 tackles last year, um, which is impressive. Um, the the thing about him is he's got a combination of everything. He's a good run stopper. Um, he's actually pretty decent in coverage. Um, but, you know, they just want him to kind of become, you know, great in one of those. He seems to be decent in either one. Um, but if he can kind of focus on one more or the other, um, he would be, I think, a very good linebacker. Uh, he's got good size, um, but you know it's just gonna—it's linebacker's a tough position in the NFL because you know you got to go against those big offensive linemen coming out to block you and tackle those big running backs and those tough running backs to tackle like Le'Veon Bell. Um, so that's a that's a different that's a hard position to come by. Um, but I think Oren Burks—he's got a combination of everything, and I think in the second or third round he would be a very good value pick for any team. One sleeper I have is uh, J.C. Kambinda. He's, a, he's another Big Ten player like Travis for uh, Penn State. He's a tough player. Bias. He's not afraid, to get in the, <laughs> not afraid to get in the dirty spots. And I don't know if you remember him. Two years ago, he beat Ohio State. Pretty pretty big game. Had no, a yeah. cast on his arm. What happened last year, though? Pretty pretty tough player, though. You know, <laughs> played with the cast. Yeah. Solid player. I think he'd be a solid pick. So we're sticking in college football. This is, probably, this is our first college football segment topic. Uh, the Ohio State spring game. I know a lot of our player, a lot of our listeners are Ohio State fans. Uh, sadly, Truman is not, but we'll bring him one day over. But uh, hell no. I attended the spring game on Saturday. I know uh, Johnny Masala Shazier was there. I he was coaching. That. Yep. Uh, that was pretty great, cool to see. Uh, just a couple big things I saw from that games from that game was Dwayne Haskins. He, I think he established himself as the clear cut starter over Burrow and Martell. I don't think Martell's ready. I think Burrow's going to transfer to another school. He said he wants to, and I think I think the, over the summer he's he is going to transfer to another school that is in need of a quarterback like Wisconsin. Not um, we got our guy. Haskins made a couple good throws. I know he made a great throw to Jalen Harris in the corner of the end zone, which is the highlight of the game. Uh, he's. I think he is the clear starter, and he is going to be a Heisman candidate within the next couple of years. Um, another player that I thought looks looked good a little under the radar was Master Teague. He was a five-star recruit. He's a freshman. He tore his ACL in his senior year of high school, so it was a little bit scary coming in. So not not you weren't heard of him. You didn't hear of him a lot, but he played really well. He showed a lot of flashes. He scored a touchdown, I believe, and he's a good player. I think when you know Dobbins and Weber both leave, he's going to take that role. Another player that played well was in the secondary, Sean Wade, a five-star recruit. He was making plays all over, up and down the field, and he's somebody you're going to want to watch for as the season goes. This smells to me like a spring game for another class of Ohio State to just teach him how to choke. 
Well, we've beaten you guys. I love it. That's classic. Just, well, just cool another thing, group of players cool coming thing in. Is, they're going to leave in one year. They're all going to leave in one year. That's what Ohio State does. You can't leave in one year. They, they, what, in two years? Yeah, it's two they years. They can leave one year. No, you can't leave after they one year. They can leave one year. No, you can't. Yeah, they can. No, that's, that's a college One basketball. year starting. What? What's the other year? They start for one year, they leave. That's what Ohio State. Bosa did it. They're all, they're all uh, dummies. Or, they can't did. graduate. Name me one, they can't pla- graduate. Name me one player that's... Here in Wisconsin, everywhere in Wisconsin, they graduate. They go four years. They go four years the long way. They're not gonna no, 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 no. All right, we're Long gonna move way. on. Graduators. Um, just a little tidbit too. Also, Ohio State does have the highest spring game attendance out of any college football Wisconsin team. Wisconsin canceled theirs because of weather. And we played ours. Um, because you didn't have severe weather. We got the same. We're literally 200 miles away from you guys. Not that big of a difference. You didn't have the same weather as Wisconsin. Do you understand that? Up in Green Bay, it's snowing right now. Green Bay is not. We're not even close to Madison. Exactly, but you understand. You just said Madison. Ohio well, we're gonna State move on. Like close. I said, the last four years, not this year. Um, so we're gonna move on to some basketball talk. Playoffs are starting, but before that, we want to remind you guys that our show is brought to you by D's Home Cuts. D's is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only seven dollars, D's provides you with modern haircut and styling. Truman and I, and I think even Johnny too, have been getting oh, a haircut yeah. over oh, yeah. the last couple months, and we have never looked or felt better. Every time you go into the shop, you're going to get a professional cut. The cuts get better every time because Dee's is always upgrading their equipment so they can give you the best haircut possible. You can find Dee's on Twitter or Instagram at Dom's Home Cuts. DM him from an appointment, and trust me, you will not be disappointed. Dee's Home Cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So, NBA playoffs started up since we were away on Thursday. Um, you know, we're going to give our overreactions to the couple round one games. But before that, you know, we wanted to go through it. Uh, Houston and Minnesota. Houston won the first game. They're up one nothing. That's a, that's a closer series than most people think. You know, Minnesota came out, played really well. It was a really close game. Missed three at the end. Uh, didn't send it to overtime, but it was a good game. It's gonna be an interesting series. Carl Anthony Towns got to step up though. Yeah, they need Derrick Rose can't take yeah. as many shots. As if he they did. if they really want us to have a chance, Johnny's right. Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I know I was debating because I think Fant. Shut up. The fan of the show, um, Brett High, I was debating with him earlier, um, you know, about Carl Anthony Towns. Um, he's a little bit inconsistent, but that's like the one true advantage Minnesota has over Houston. Yeah, that's They've got what I was that about big to say. guy. Houston can't match Clint Capella versus Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, so if Carl Anthony Towns steps up, they do have a shot. So next series was the Thunder versus the Jazz. Thunder looked amazing. They blew out the Jazz. I think that this team, if they turn it on, you know, playoff P, Paul George, they turn it on. I think this could be a scary team coming out of the West. I know everybody's saying Warriors. Yep, Warriors and Rockets, but Thunder's got the talent. If they put it together, you know, these players step up. It's a scary team. Then we have uh, Washington versus, uh, not Washington. Washington versus Toronto. Well, no, I'm Portland versus New Orleans. I'm going to do the West first. Uh, we wanted to go, New Orleans is up one nothing. That's a bit of a shock because Portland played so well in the regular season, and they are the third seed. Uh, Golden State versus San Antonio, not much of a surprise. Golden State's up 2 nothing right now. I think they're going to run away with this get the sweep. Then we have in the East, Toronto versus Washington. Toronto's up one nothing. Uh, they finally got past that first game. Uh, Cleveland versus Indiana, probably the biggest shock of the playoffs. Indiana's up one nothing. Boston versus Min- uh, 
Milwaukee. Boston, of course, is up 1-0. And Philadelphia versus Miami. This is going to be a good series. It's 1-1 right now. Interesting, Who called that? Interesting to see if Embiid comes back. I know he really wants to play, but we'll see what happens. If he comes back, I think uh, Philadelphia takes this series easily. But now we're going to give our overreactions from round one. And for me, it starts with the Cavs. That was a scary game if you're a Cavs fan. They came out. They did not play well. And I know all three of us aren't Cavs fans. But they played really poorly. Uh, Jeff Green was taking just terrible shots. He was missing him over and over and over again. Tristan Thompson didn't really play at all. Jose Calderon got a lot of minutes. LeBron just looked out of sorts. He just looked like he really didn't want to be there. His body language was terrible. And this is scary because Cavs fans aren't used to LeBron losing uh, round one games. This is going to be something to watch for. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um, you know, it's funny because, you know, everyone thinks it's all oh, LeBron. It's the playoffs. He's going to turn it up a notch and the Cavs are going to sweep through the East. Zero, Not, dark, 30, 23. Yeah, yeah that, that stupid shit he always says. Um, but, you know, he looks sluggish. The Cavs got blown out in their own building. Um, Victor Oladipo put up a show. The Pacers are a team that could beat the Cavs. They won the regular season matchup 3-1, to one, I think. Um, you know, if... If the Cavs were to lose tomorrow night and go 2-0 heading back to Indiana, the Cavs are in serious trouble. Yeah, you'd hit that panic button. You would hit that panic button. Now, if they split and head back to Indiana and, you know, LeBron dominates and the Cavs look good, then I say, all right, the Cavs, you know, they've kind of got this down. But if they lose tomorrow night and head back to Indiana down 2-0, I think you're starting to put that knife in them a little bit. I just think LeBron's got to set the tempo and be a little more selfish. I think with the team around them. You saw, yeah, yeah you saw in that game, you know, when LeBron wanted to score, he scored. He just bullied his way into the paint like he always does and scores. But he just didn't look like he really wanted to be there, which is surprising coming from LeBron. I think if he starts out that way, that will help the team follow. I think he's just yeah. got to start. He's got to be more selfish. Yeah, I, it's it's just one game, you know. We realize that, but. This, if I, I'd be worried if I was a Cavs fan. I wouldn't treat this as a normal round one 4-0 sweep where you just got the Hawks and another crappy team like the last couple of years. But I think I literally I think the Pacers were the one team they didn't want to see in the first round because the Pacers always match up with the Cavs well and they got them and now it's time for the Cavs to really show if they can come back from this. Yeah, and then you got Lance Stevenson. I mean, he 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 guarded LeBron really well. He was a great addition for the Pacers. You know, he was a couple years ago. He was sitting on the street. You know, nobody really wanted him, and now he's coming in. He's being a big time player for the Pacers. He's one of those players who he's an Indiana cornerstone. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we went to Charlotte, I think, yeah. or Clippers, and something like that. And he wasn't good, but you know, he came back to Indiana. That's where he's kind of he's made there. So I think he's a good player for them. Um. So we're gonna keep watching the basketball. Obviously, if you're listening to this on 12 ounce, um. You, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, Truman wanted to say something else. Um, well, I mean, for my overreaction, um, I don't think it's an overreaction. The Bucks and six, that looks pretty promising. I'm going to be honest with you. They lost. They lost, but they took they took those Celtics. You lost, and you yeah. went to overtime. And if it's nine times, I out, never said we were sweeping them. Nine times out of ten, Middleton's not making that shot. Nine times out of ten, Middleton make that shot like in his sleep. Nine times out of ten, he's, he's not making that shot. He's got over forty percent three point percentage. I think the man's a beast. He's a beast on the wing. Something you, know, you gotta watch. Something you gotta watch is the Celtics had even Kyrie, Kyrie and Gordon, or even just Kyrie. They'd be a serious final contender. Yeah, I think so, but they, but they don't, and the Bucks are gonna win in six. Oh, I mean, and that's just how it's gonna go. I think the Bucks, you know, if they can just. 
Once if they can split, they can win to, to mark tonight, uh, at eight o'clock. Tune in, Giannis, Giannis show, watch it. If they can split in Boston, one one, take it back to Milwaukee where we've got good. I know Travis is just an a hole. So we've got good, good home court advantage. Everybody has um, good home court advantage in the yeah. playoffs. So if we split going into Milwaukee, and we, I seriously think we can take, we can sweep up there in Milwaukee and take a three one lead. And then, like I said from the beginning, first words out of my mouth. Bucks and six. Well, actually, if you swept in Milwaukee, you would win the series. No, it'd be three one, buddy. No, you play three games at home. No, it goes two, two three, three two three. No, it two. goes two two Milwaukee. No, it goes two two Boston Milwaukee Boston. No, I thought NBA is two three. Yeah, it's two three no, two. No, it isn't. Yes, it no, is. I don't think it is. Well, we're gonna look it up. Uh, keep talking basketball. All right, we're gonna um, look it up. I don't know. You look at other series. Um, I don't think Golden State's ready for. I don't think they're gonna sweep. I think it's still be. I think Golden State will win in five. Um, they're headed back to San Antonio with 2-0 lead. They've taken both games pretty commandingly. Um, I think that series would obviously be completely different if they had Kawhi. Um, and it'd be a very good series. I don't think San Antonio would be the seventh seed in the first place. Um, but I think um, I think that's a good series to watch. I think it'll be a five-game, maybe six-game. San Antonio's got good home court advantage, good coach. Um, so I don't think you should put the fork in them just yet. Um, but that's another series to watch. All right, so it is uh, 2-2. And, you know, two two one right. one. Johnny can say I'm right. Travis can say I'm right right now. Well, I thought it is two three two. Maybe they changed that up. But yeah. Well, so here's how it's gonna go. I'll say it one more time for the viewers out there. All right. Boston got game one. Little little luck in the overtime. Is that baseball? Yeah. That's baseball. Milwaukee. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's baseball. That's baseball. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball so, Indians, man. so so so. So are you Boston in, you wouldn't know that your one. team doesn't go to the playoffs. In the Boston yeah. takes game one. Milwaukee's going to take tonight. Giannis is going to put up 40 and 10, like he usually does. Um, Can't shoot. Well, why does he put up 40? That's all I got to know. Um, you go, They go to Milwaukee. Great home court advantage. Place is going to be Jack. Split series 1-1. Milwaukee takes game three. Game four, 3-1. You go head back to Boston. Boston will get a lucky win up there. And then you go back to Milwaukee. This is why, this is why I want him in six. I want him to win in front of that Bucks crowd. And we're going to win in six. And, you know, the 76ers, they're going to beat the Heat. We got a chance to beat the 76ers. All I'm saying is watch the Bucks. They could be going to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, well, we'll move on from that delusional thought. Uh, the Bucks are going to the Eastern Conference We're going to move finals. to the other playoffs going right now. I know Johnny is a big hockey fan. We got yeah. the hockey playoffs going on right now. We don't know much about hockey, so bear with us here as we get through this. Uh, we're going to name off some of the series again. We are taping this on Tuesday, so if it is different on Wednesday, this is why. Uh, we got Nashville versus Avalanche. Nashville's up 2-1. Winnipeg versus Minnesota. Winnipeg is up 2-1. Vegas versus uh, the Kings. Uh, the Golden Knights are up 3-0, as are the Sharks on the Ducks. They're up 3-0. Tampa Bay's up 2-1 over the Devils. Boston's up 2-1 over the Maple Leafs. And then my Blue Jackets are up 2-0 over the Capitals. And then Johnny's Penguins are up 2-1 versus Philly. So I know you wanted to talk about uh, Pittsburgh a little bit, the Penguins. Yeah, I mean, I just think if they can stay healthy, I think they can go for three. I just think Crosby, they're just too skilled. I don't think anyone can really match up with them. But another team I am, I am impressed with the Blue Jackets. I never, mm-hmm. I didn't expect that with the Capitals, but the Capitals do normally struggle. But I think... Uh, if Bobrovsky can continue to play good, I don't know. I think. I think they. I think they, I think they yeah. can win this whole thing. I think Penguins will beat them, but. <laughs> oh wow. I, well, I don't know. Personally, like I said, I know I know nothing really about hockey, so I'm not gonna talk too much. Um, you know, I'd like the Blue Jackets. I'd like to see them win. 
Um, but I, I am kind of pulling for the Golden Knights. I think the Golden Knights in there in the West, that'd be cool. Um, but I don't really care. But I think the Penguins going for three, that'd be really tough. I don't, obviously, me and jo Johnny's been, a little background, Johnny, Johnny's been my, my best friend, one of my best friends, sixth grade. Pisses me off. I don't want to see him happy anymore. I don't like the Penguins. I don't like how they've won two in a row. I think going for three is going to be really tough. Um, but, you know, it's the Penguins. Sidney Crosby, they can do it. Yeah, so we're going to keep watch on those on that hockey. Um, we're going to move to baseball now. But before that, we want to remind you that our show is still brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, A's constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around by bigger landscaping companies? Johnny? I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> Turn to A's and trust me, your, your lawn and your home will never look better. Trust A's for all your landscaping needs and you will not be disappointed. The phone number is... 330-241-2392. Again, 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.as at gmail.com. A's Lawn Service, LLC. You grow it, we cut it. <laughs> so we're going to move to some baseball now. Uh, we're kind of in the swing of things now in the season. Uh, you know, not a lot of big storylines going on right now. A couple injuries, but we want to talk about you know they had the game on Sunday. A lot of those play, a lot of those games were canceled. I think it was like four or five games was canceled. Uh, the Indians had two or three canceled in a row. Thankfully, they're done playing in Cleveland for right now. They're in Puerto Rico tonight playing the Twins, and that's pretty cool to see them play in Puerto Rico. You know, Francisco Lindor is playing in his hometown, so that's pretty cool to see. It's an American game. Keep it in America. Well, I mean, Puerto Rico is an American colony. Ah, keep them in the if states. You're, if you're born, keep in, them in the states. If you're born in Puerto Rico, you are American citizen. Keep them in the states. So we're gonna try to stay away from that, you know, Puerto Rican statehood talk. But uh, yeah, they, they, I think you know we said it on the last show. They gotta stop scheduling games in cold weather cities in April. It's the worst possible thing that you can do. And, you know, the Twins also, I know, uh, who was it, Steven talked about it. They got to get retractable domes. You know, if you're going to play in Minnesota in April, you're going to need some sort of protection from that weather. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, it's kind of just Milwaukee being ahead of everyone um, in their own right. Um, but, I mean, it's just more, it's just convenient. You know, you have, in the summer when it's really nice out, Slam that, slam that, um, you know, ceiling open and get the get the sun rays in there and you know everyone will be happy. But you know I don't want to see postpone, postpone, postpone and makeups, makeups, makeups. I want to see games played. Um, so obviously, and you know this spring, spring is kind of different. Um, I say spring lightly because it's not spring. You know, it's just it's pretty much winter still. Um, and you know it's gonna get nicer out, but you know right now it's just it's annoying to see all these postponed games. Um, but yeah, retractable domes, like there is in Milwaukee, um, like there is in Seattle, it's just the perfect solution, I believe. Like I get I get why people are don't really want to put retractable domes up. They are expensive. They're very hard. I don't know how hard they are to add, but they can't be too difficult. But also you know you get the baseball purists. How you put them up there, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> Baseball purists, you know, say, you know, say baseball is played outside. You deal with the elements as they come, but <clears throat> when you're scheduling games in April in Cleveland and Minnesota and into like Detroit and Pittsburgh, I guess we'll say Pittsburgh is a cold weather city. But um, 
it's you know you want to play in the elements, but if you're gonna schedule games this early in those type of cities, this is what you're gonna get. So they need to do something. They need to figure it out whether it's move the season, you know, they to can't. where April it doesn't start this early. Like I don't know, they can't. Do this that. is the earliest baseball's ever starting started because they want to give players more days off. But and I don't know what you're gonna do. You can't schedule games in Cleveland in April, or you can't schedule their longest homestand in April in Cleveland. So, I don't know. It's gonna. It's tough to avoid fully, but they need to do something to at least. Like I, I want to. I want to know who the guy was that brought the thing into the office of Manford and said, "Here, we're gonna play, you know, this many home games in Cleveland in April." And Manford just signed off on it. Yeah, I don't know what the policy. I actually saw on. something yesterday, and since uh, before May first, uh, this year was the most postponed game since I think two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. It's crazy. So it's been twenty six mm-hmm. this early in the season. Another guy I wanted to touch on was Bryce Harper. He's having a great year. I think he right now has established himself as the best player in baseball right now. He hit a home run yesterday. I don't know if you guys... If, yeah, bat, he yeah. broke... That was nuts. A That's broken awful, bat home run. That's never been seen before. Yeah. That's just crazy to think that. The thing he hit it with broke, and he still hit it well over the wall. I think it, was, it was over 400 feet. That's crazy. Yeah, that was that was, a, that was a really cool video to watch. But I agree with you. I love Bryce Harper. Um... Yeah, I think he's one of the best, if not the best player in the game. And he's 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 one of those once-in-a-generation players where he's been good forever. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 16. I mean, he's just, everywhere he goes, he's just great. going to be interesting to see if he would leave Washington after the season. Yeah, if I'm Washington. he's good for the game, too. Yeah, yeah he's entertaining. He makes baseball fun again. You know, he wears the hat all the time. Um, so speaking of making baseball fun again, we always talk about, you know, how, how do we make this game more interesting? You know, people are trying to make it more interesting. We're more baseball purists on this podcast. But I saw something the other day. I wanted to bring it up and get you guys' uh, reaction to it. It's not it's not going to happen, I don't believe. But it's just something, you know, what would, what, would it, what would it be like if this did happen? So basically what I saw was the batting team gets, an ex, gets to put one of their players in the outfield. And they get to, and they have to be touching the wall before the pitch is pitched, and they get to interfere with the ball in the outfield. They get to tackle the outfielder. They get to interfere with them. I was just wondering if you guys think this would be a fun idea. I mean, it would be cool to see, but you just don't change baseball that. Much. I don't want to change it. I don't. I don't I'm not a fan. Of it would be cool be to see. Like, I'd watch a game. It'd be, right? it'd be funny to watch, but, but I, I would just I see like know. you put like I don't know your bench player, you know, your your utility guy, stick his hand on that wall and just go tackle like Chris, uh, Mike Trout and see if it will no, happen. I don't, I don't know. It's not, it's not something you don't need to change baseball. Baseball is amazing. I just think it's one of those sports you just gotta like really. Yeah, I wouldn't. Change. You gotta be just, like, into you it. You can't just like watch, just like barely watch it. Like you have to like really, yeah. to, like really sit down and get into it. I think it's like. It's one. Of I, the, I think yeah. the MLB playoffs probably. I think they could be the, like I yeah. like watch those the most. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think you, you know. Really sit down and watch a game. It yeah. takes nine, casual fans like aren't gonna watch baseball every single night, but when people really get into it, it's really exciting. You know, I got into it a couple years ago, and now it's just it's really fun to watch. You know, every single night. So that does it for the headlines from the week from sports. So we're getting some question and answer. Uh, we got a pretty hot question and answer coming to you after this. But first, should NFL players? Future NFL players attend the draft or stay home. I know every every year you get a couple players get to go to uh, 
it's not in New York this year. I think it's in Dallas this year. Get to go and sit in the green room, get their jersey up on stage. But some players, like I know Joe Thomas did it, they like to stay home with their family and do more of a, you know, family-oriented type of thing. So that's what begs the question: What is better? I think it's just their day. It should be up to them. Yeah. It's, like it's your big day. You should be able to be home or not. Yeah, I mean it's a life-changing moment. Honestly, if you're asking me, I'm staying home. I'm in the comfort. I'm my life's about to change. Yeah, I'm about to go to a city, a new city. Hopefully, it would be Green Bay if I ever if I got drafted. But um, I'm never gonna get drafted. A couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my life's about to change for the better. Um, and you know, this is a huge moment. Um, in my life, you know, this is like they've dreamed about this their entire lives. I want to be surrounded by my entire family, all my close friends. Um, I want to be watching this, you know, and I want to be surrounded by the comfort of my own home. I want my mom to be cooking dinner. Um. I, maybe not. Um, maybe something. Maybe something ordered from a restaurant locally. Um, and I, you know, I, I just want to be comfortable. Um, you know, because if I was to get drafted, I would be completely nervous. And I want to be in the comfort of my own home around everybody that I love. Uh, but it is their decision, and obviously, some people dream of being on that draft stage. Yeah, I think that's for me. You know, I. It's, again, it's their choice, but I would like to go to. You know, obviously, it's not in Radio Music Hall. You know, they're moving it around, but just to go on the stage. You know, shake Roger Goodell's hand, get the hat, get the jersey, get the picture. You know, you're in front of all these fans. You know, it really kind of thrusts you into that opening spotlight. You know, a couple minutes ago, you are just some college player. Now you're an NFL first-round draft pick. And also, you know, also, I think one of the biggest things that would scare me, though, is, like, if I were to start to fall. And then they get the camera on me, oh, sitting in the sitting in the green room. Uh, I got my outfit for day one. Let's say I slip past day one. I'm in day two now, and I gotta go back to the green room. It's ha- It's pretty much all empty except for me and the other lone soul who's just dying, you know, trying to get drafted. And that 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 would terrify me. That's what I would probably stay home just because I don't want to be one of the only guys left in the green room. Unless I knew I was gonna be like a top five draft. Pick. I think you get picked the first day though. So I think. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that that does it for that question. Now the next question. We you've heard us talk about a lot. Who's top NBA? Who are the top NBA players? Last week we did top NBA, top NFL quarterbacks of all time. This week we're gonna we're gonna establish a clear position on who right now is our top NBA players. Now this is gonna be this is gonna be debated. This is gonna be going over. So we're gonna start at ten. We're gonna go. Everybody says their number ten. We'll go all the way down to number one. So I'm gonna break it off here. I'm gonna go to number ten. I'm going with the young guy, Carl Anthony Towns. I think he is a solid player in this league. He's very underrated for playing in Minnesota. And I think he's a really good big. I think he deserves to be in the top ten. Yeah, um, I would definitely have Carl Anthony Towns in my top fifteen. But number ten, I would go Damian Lillard. Um, I like Damian Lillard. Um, he changed Portland. Um, you know, he's, he's a great player. He's dominant. Um, you know, so he honestly could be higher on my list. Um, but Damian Lillard is definitely, in my opinion, a top 10 player in this league. I have Carl Anthony Towns at 10 as well. There you go. So now we're going to get into it. Every step we go down, it's going to get more and more debated. So we're going to, I'm just going to break it off here. I'm just going to roll with this. I got number nine. I got Giannis. I think Giannis is a top player in this NBA. Fitting. But he Absolutely is not ridiculous. a soup. He's he's a good player. He's right. a freak of nature, and my you blood know, is boiling. It's crazy to see a guy with that much 
length, you know, play as well as he does. But he's just the shooting can't shooting terrifies me. If I was Truman, a Bucks fan, he can't shoot. Then why does he put up thirty a night? Because he bullies his way inside like LeBron. And he scores thirty points. Doesn't matter how many scores. And he scores cool. thirty points. That's cool. What about last year when they needed that three and he took a layup. We have we, we have other people. That well, that was just a stupid mistake. Yeah, well, it's a, a stupid mistake. mistake. He didn't want to shoot. Mistake. Everyone has. Listen, Giannis is a good player, and I wish the I wish you know he would have been drafted higher than he was because I hate that he's on the Bucks. I would love him if he wasn't on the Bucks, but he's just. He's not a leader. He's not somebody oh that my. takes a franchise like really? Milwaukee. Really? Because the top. Milwaukee was a disgusting NBA franchise before Giannis. You're came right in. where you're they were winning 20 games a you're year. You're right where you're. They you were winning at. 11 games a year. They were winning 12 games a year, and and now they're up there. They're in the playoffs. They're winning 45 games a year. They're they're one superstar away from contending for the finals. So Giannis because isn't of Giannis. a superstar then. Because of Giannis, every player needs other superstars. Well, Giannis... Okay, look at LeBron. You look... Okay, LeBron doesn't have other superstars. And that's why he they're struggling this stars. season. That's why they're struggling but this season. I just You've had superstars Giannis down in Miami with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. Giannis isn't a player that's going to take you to the finals on his own like LeBron will. Really? Yes. Really? Did LeBron do that? Besides his 2017 when he went and had that crazy And obviously season. the league is changing, but you got... I just don't think Giannis what is a player. What other superstar is taking their franchise on the own? On their own to the finals right now. Exactly, and that's why you, the Bucks have other super other stars. So you said you said Bledsoe's a star. You say he's a top player in this league. I say I I know Eric Bledsoe's not a top player. Then why league. do you say it? Because I because like I love Jabari him. Parker I love him. too. I love him. Jabari Parker. I love him. He's not a star in this league. Okay, well you you think you think KD could go to the finals alone without Steph Curry, without all these players? Um, you think LeBron? Look well, at LeBron look at, when he won his first finals. Chris Bosh was a superstar. Dwayne Wade was a superstar. I just think when he won with Cleveland, we're gonna move on. We have to Kyrie move on, and we're gonna keep getting into this as each show goes. I just don't think Giannis has shown that killer, that assassin, that makes him a top five NBA player. He's right on the outside. He's he's coming up. He's supposed to have a big year this year, and he kind of. Was just what he did last year. He did. Really, really, he averaged a double double. He twenty seven points a game and ten rebounds a game. Okay, yeah, ten rebounds a game. That's not that bad when you're this, you're that big. When he's a freaking small forward and he does plays he's every not five positions. A small, don't say he's a small forward. He can play making, point guard. He can play shooting. He's guard. a great player. He can play small forward. He can play but power he forward. Can't he can shoot. play center. He can't shoot, and he should play center because he can't shoot. He so we're gonna move on. Double. What's your number nine? Demarcus Cousins. Okay. Oh, I got Damian Lillard. I think he's a solid player. Yeah, Damian Lillard would be on my top ten list, but I he's not. But <laughs> he would be if he was top eleven, he'd probably be I mean, my list. I mean, he has him at a three. The Blazers are what a three seed. Yeah. Good in the West. Yeah. yeah. Number eight. Uh, I have a guy who I think is a top player, but he's kind of fallen because of this year. I have Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a top player in this league. His injury is weird. Uh, something's up there. I think it's a lot of from the Spurs. I, I think it's more serious than what the Spurs think. But he is a top player in this league. Yeah, I got Kawhi at 8, too. I got Kawhi at 8, too. But I would, I would have him higher if he was healthier. Yeah. Number 7, a guy I think also you could put higher is Kyrie Irving. He's one of the best players in the game. He's If he was healthy, he Kyrie would Irving's take the Celtics. That's just, yes, that's I do. Disgusting. He would take the Celtics to the finals. But, uh, you know, without a superstar on his team, like Giannis <laughs> really? needs, I guess. Because um, when Kyrie went to the finals, he had LeBron and Kevin Love. Yeah, but I'm just saying he could this year. You think he could? Yeah. All right. Well, um, just dumb. So, uh, seven, uh, I have Kyrie Irving. Seven, um, for me, great player. I love him. Um, but he's one of the most overrated players in the game, Steph Curry. Okay. Um, we're um, um, 
The man, the man, listen, he averages 26 points a game. Uh, he's a point guard, only averages six assists a game. Um, me and Johnny, you know, we got a little heated about this earlier today. Um, you know, when Johnny, Johnny told me uh, Giannis should do more, um, I said Steph Curry should do more. Um, he's got superstars all superstars all over. Well, the Seth court. Curry doesn't need to do more. He has superstars. Exactly. And he's one, so. I why mean, is he only averaging like six he, assists? Because I mean, he doesn't need to. He's yeah, he got superstars. To. Why is he? Only, he's a point guard. He's only averaging six assists. But also, if you can shoot like Steph Curry shoots, you're not going to be passing the ball. When he's healthy too, because half the time his ankle's falling off. Okay, he's he's taking his t- taking his team to the finals the last couple of years. Injuries. Not, are, he has not taken the Warriors to the. finals. He's been the main player of the no. Warriors the last yes, couple no, of years. No, no, yes, no, no, yes, he no, has. No, no, he brought no, the Warriors no. back from where they were. Yes. He's Kevin the re- Durant. He's the reason that all. He's the main reason started, Kevin Durant started, went there. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. Draymond. He started all that. He was an MVP he last year. He was a part year. of the big three. He was not the MVP two years last ago. Year. He was not the MVP last he's year. He's rev- unanimous. Is this unanimous. top ten? Is this top? T- yeah. And you know that was not. He shouldn't have been unanimous. Hey, yes, Cavs he Cavs fans would argue, yes. argue with me on that. Well, yeah. Um, Cavs fans argue top, about everything. He listen. He's a top ten player. There's no doubt about it. But you know, they would not have. They would not have went to the finals last year without Kevin Durant. I, know, I, they they started and led to they, the finals. They're top. They're big three: Draymond Green, Klay Thompson. He's nothing without them. He's nothing. He cannot so, do it on his own. Oh he would not be able to put the Bucks where oh they are like Giannis gosh. can. Oh and so gosh. if you say he's better than Giannis, you're wrong because Curry's also injury prone. Giannis averages more points than him. Oh my gosh. He averages more rebounds. Okay. And and oh. and Steph Curry obviously averages more assists because he's a point guard. So I don't know. I, okay. He's overrated. Steph Curry. Has changed this game. Okay, here's Colin Coward. This here's NBA, Colin Coward. The yeah, NBA. The Ohio State bias comes out here because he's going to talk about you Colin look, Coward. You look. Every single player in this NBA is trying to shoot threes like Steph Curry. There's not a player in this NBA that would have loved to have yeah, Steph Curry shoot threes. Get blocked. Top five. That's why Giannis takes threes like every other day because he wants to be a Steph Curry talent. What do you mean, Steph Curry? That's not Giannis's game. Steph Curry. Steph Curry has done has changed this game more. Than LeBron has. No. Yes. No. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. If you look now, look at college. Every please, single please college. Don't, please don't quote Colin. Coward. I'm not. Every single college team. Every single college team has guys that are just trying to shoot threes like Steph Trae Curry. Trey Young. You had Jalen Brunson. Every every college team is starting is trying to shoot threes. You know Villanova. That's they lived and died by the threes because they shot it so well. Steph Curry is the one of the best players in this game, and I think if he was to go away from the Warriors, he would clearly establish himself as the best player with, in this with, game. When, when he's injury prone, he's on your injury prone as well. He's but, had a no, couple no, 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 ankle no, 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 injuries. No. So I'm gonna argue this being you think he's better than Giannis. So you think every player has tried to shoot threes like him and all that? Yes. You know why players don't do that with Giannis? Because they don't compare to him. They can't do anything like Giannis. Yeah. They I, don't have the size like Giannis. Johnny they don't have the athletic ability Johnny, like can't Giannis. Can't a lot of players just lay up the ball every now and then? I mean, yeah. They can't. You, so with four guys on him. How many four guys on him. How many playoff series wins does he have? Does he? Oh yeah. Steph but Curry's if, got Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson. If he can't match up with anyone, if he can't match up with anyone, then why is he not one? All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Johnny, what's number seven? Uh, well, Giannis is seven. Yeah, seven. Right. he's got to develop a shot, I think. Six. Which is, I think he will eventually get better with that, but we're going top ten players right now. Six, I have Curry. Six for me, I have Russell Westbrook. Go, Johnny. Oh, six, I have Anthony Davis. That's a little low for me. Um, it's good. Five, I have uh, Russell Westbrook. I think he's a walking triple-double. So. Yeah, walking 96 shots a game. He's a, um, he's a player. Five, for me, I have Anthony player. Davis. Five, I have Westbrook. I mean, 
puts up numbers every Yeah, he's a walking triple double. Number four, I have Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant is better than LeBron. But I think more and move on. Four. Wait, why would you if you think he's better than LeBron, why is he four? Well we're talking right now, I think he has better talent than LeBron. Uh, then why isn't he on your top ten? <laughs> he we're talking right now and he's with the Warriors too, so it doesn't really show. Wait, I'm confused as hell. Well you saw last year in the finals. Kevin Durant was better than LeBron last year in the finals. I think what, okay, so on your, uh, listen, I, I love Kevin Durant, but why isn't he on your ahead of LeBron on your list if you think he's Cause, better than LeBron? Because LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Harden. Oh, I just gave my list, but oh. those those guys have had better seasons than Kevin Durant this so year, this and that's because Kevin. So do you want well, right to do MVP rankings? No, Jeez. right now. Uh, this okay now you got me. Yeah, all right, well, we're gonna move on. Okay, four. I had Kevin Durant four. Four for me, the Greek freak. Curry. Yeah. Curry. Curry's favorite player. Three, Anthony Davis. Uh, he's had a great season. He's had a great career. I think he is one of the best players in the game. Uh, three for me is James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. He's a walking bucket. He scores. I mean, for can't guard him. two, I have Harden. I think yeah, Harden again. All the what arguments you, you made. Why are you giving us it's, a weird? So it's two. Two for me is Kevin. Durant. Okay. Kevin Durant. Okay. And then number one, LeBron. 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 That's obvious. Yeah, it's I mean LeBron is he's over his career. He's the best player in the league. Uh, I don't know how he stays healthy like he does. It's it's crazy. He spends like a million dollars on his body every single year. But, you know, I don't like him, but you got to respect his game. Uh, so that does it for that. Uh, we like doing top ten lists, so I think we're going to do a couple of those, one of those every single show because those are fun. Um, so now we're going to move on to Johnny's interview. We're going to talk with Johnny here for a little bit. So tell us about your background in sports. Uh, so... I've been a Pittsburgh fan for most of my life. My dad was from there, so that was just kind of installed. I've always been yeah. a Pittsburgh fan, Penguins, all that. Uh, I've been playing baseball since I was five. It's always been like my main sport. Basketball, I played, and I just I just played rec basketball the last couple of years just for fun. And uh, rec soccer, Truman's coach, couple games. <laughs> that yes, we are all team, laughing. Left our team, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much my sports. So you said you know, your favorite team is pretty much all Pittsburgh. Yeah, and Penn State. Penn State. Great team. Yeah. Better than Wisconsin. Huh. <laughs> they are in football. Years ago. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. And no, basketball this year actually. Well, yeah, everyone's better than Wisconsin. No. On the NIT tournament. So uh, you mentioned the Pirates. Uh, give us a little bit of you know what's going on with the Pirates right now. I know they're kind of rebuilding, but not really. Yeah, pre- rebuilding better than Brewers right now. Uh, they're eleven and five. Harrison though. Yeah, he. Uh, I, what broke his, broke, I, something. broke his hand. He's out for like around a month. Might see uh, Max Morov, that's Truman's favorite player last year, hit that walk off in Pittsburgh for him. But yeah, 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 he, yeah. he'll play probably Adam Frazier will fill that spot. That's gonna hurt. He's our leadoff hitter. Um, another guy, Jameson Tyon. I think he's. I think he's, we he's, talked he's, about he's, him break, before. Yeah, he's yeah. his breakout year. I think he's doing good. And I think he'll be next. He's gonna be good next couple of years. For us. So you said again, Penguins. We talked about the Penguins. How far do you think they can go? I think in they the can. I think they can win it again this year. I just wow. Think I, I mean, that's my expectations for them. I would say I'm pretty spoiled with that. I think Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, they just have too much skill. Matt Murray's playing good right now. Patrick Hornquist is playing. He's been having some big goals. I think. Uh, I was scared with Crystal Tang. I thought when he went down, I wasn't sure how bad mm-hmm. that was, but he's fine. We didn't have. He was hurt last year too, but. Do you think if the Blue Jackets win the series, they can beat the Penguins? I think if there's a key injury, yes. But I, I, oh, wow. I think if if they have their core, if they have their core players, no. I think okay. I think Crosby's too good. So you said Steelers too. Who do you think the Steelers are going to draft? 
See, I, I don't... This is tough for me because I don't know what they're doing with Levy. I don't know... I honestly couldn't tell you what they're doing with Le'Veon Bell. Like, I... I yeah. Mean, he wants, like, I don't know, $17 million, which is, like, pretty sure that's more than double what Freeman, Devontae Freeman makes, which is... I think he's the highest paid now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's... That's a lot of money. I don't know if this... I, I don't think the Rooneys, they're not really known for giving in like that. Mm-hmm. So, I could see him getting uh, the LSU's running back. Darius, I think, Geis. That's Geis, yeah. yeah. Him or, uh, obviously, with Shazier down, I could see him getting uh, Boise State's uh, Leighton Vanderesh, I think. It's yeah. Name. Got some weird names. But him or uh, Ronnie Harrison out of Alabama for safety. They, they cut Mike Mitchell, cut William Gay. Secondary's always been, always been an issue for the Steelers. I mean, they couldn't hurt getting someone like that. So, who is your favorite athlete of all time? Uh, well, he was, like, one of my first favorite as growing up as a Steelers is uh, Heinz Ward. I like him. He's a tough receiver. I he could block great. I don't know. He's, I thought he was just really unique. Wasn't afraid to get hit. Always had a smile on his face. Is he a Hall of Famer, you think? He, I think, well, I think he is, but yeah. I think he's borderline. What do you know. think? Um, I think he is. I think he changes the game. Toughness for receivers. I think. I think. Ha- I mean, but a lot of those hits now probably wouldn't. Yeah. Well, he broke, <laughs> who, he broke somebody's jaw. Then. Oh, uh, the Bengals. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's one of the. Yeah, he greatest laid out clubs. Ed Reed a couple times. They traded off blows. Yeah. I mean, he was just. T- I just like, like he could take a hit. Like he would get back right. But I don't know how he. He wasn't very big either. Mm-hmm. Was, I don't know. Um. So, what is your favorite sports memory of all time? Uh, Steelers. Steelers when they won the Super Bowl in 2008 against the Cardinals. That was like. I the two when they won in two thousand five against the Seahawks I was a little younger then I remember it but I was younger but this one was Larry Fitzgerald had that big touchdown at the end of the game and I just remember I was like oh it might lose but you know you get better off the spur of that ball final drive what Same about Holmes. um the Super Bowl in two thousand ten uh yeah yeah I like yeah. that one we can talk about that one that was a good one too I think Steelers were in that yeah, I don't know. they they didn't really show Menhall up had that big fumble Clay Matthews yeah. oh yeah yeah it was a great not game. a good game. Um, no, that was a great game, I think. Best Super Bowl of all time, I think. No, I is better. Nah, well, that's debatable. Um, so we want that's the end of our show. We want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. We ask that you go on to iTunes, give us five stars, rate and review us, subscribe, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at TNT Sports Talk One Two. You can listen to us on 12 Ounce tomorrow from 12 to 1 or on The Grueling Truth at any time. You can listen to our podcast on there. That's a great new site we joined up with. We want to thank you to Johnny for coming on today. No problem. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so we're going to be watching the playoffs, basketball and hockey. Um, Blue Jackets play tonight. Go Pens. Bucks play tonight. Tune in. Um, well, I don't really want to. Yeah, he's got to learn how to shoot first. For somebody who can't shoot. But. Uh, still, the, he'll still throw up 40. Lost to the Celtics without Kyrie. I don't know who the... I mean. So, have a great day. Tune in on Thursday with special guest Dylan Frederick, big basketball fan That's gonna be and football work. fan. Going to debate a little. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. TV 12. Big Bring Tom him on. Brady. Bring so, him on. It's going to be fun. going to be fun to watch that. So, again, thank big you, Johnny. Big Curry fan, too. I heard he is. Oh, is he? Is yeah, he? he's big. Oh, okay. All right, well, fun. Well, uh, fun. So, thank you, Johnny, for coming in, and uh, have a great day, guys. Thank you. Go Packers.